Hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here and welcome to the All Things Podcast, where we gather once a week to learn and share stories about how God works all things together, writing a story of good because he is faithful and good. Every Wednesday, I'll chat with a friend whom I know and respect, one of our Redemption Press authors, who will not only share a personal Romans 8:28 story, but also help to give you tips and tools for your life journey. Two episodes a month, we'll have an additional interview with a well-known author, and the other two episodes will include a time for Insider Insights, where I'll share writing and publishing questions from our listeners. However, once in a while, I'll offer bonus content, a special interview that's out of the norm for the format of our show, and today is one of those days. So let's get started. All right. Well, it is great to have you back on the All Things Podcast, Miss Cynthia. Hope you're doing well today. Welcome. Thank you. It's always so much fun to be together. <laughs> We're always super excited. Yes, there's that word, super again. <laughs> I should pull out my dictionary and have that next to us so I can see all the, I'm not going to say it right. Synonyms. synonyms. There we go. You said it right. I was going to, I always say cinnamon, cinnamon, <laughs> instead of synonyms. There we go. Yes. Well, we are, I'm just excited because we have our very next She Writes for Him boot camp coming up starting October 7th. This will be, Yay! this will be our very third boot camp. And the last two have been absolutely amazing. So I thought it would be great to spend this fifth Wednesday of the month to talk a little bit about uh, what that's going to look like, what kind of an event it is, and uh, just uh, get the word out there so we can have some more ladies join us. That wow, would be awesome. Yes. Now, when you think of the word boot camp, what comes to your mind? You think of intensive kind of like drill sergeant kind of like get in line kind of get get off your duff kind of like let's get going on this writing thing in particular because our boot camp is about writing well i would like to say it is all of those things that i mentioned with lots of love and grace though right we're not going to have a whistle that we're going to be like a drill sergeant but we will push you because Sometimes we just need a little kick in the pants to get going. We've been wanting to write, but we don't necessarily know where to start. We're not quite sure what to do. And, and when I say kick in the pants, I mean that, you know, kind of that as a fun metaphor that sometimes that's what we need. It's just an intensive time, concentrated time, focused time to be able to figure out exactly how to make this writing thing happen. So, okay, so this is She Writes for Him Boot Camp, 21 Days from Idea to Manuscript Blueprint. So tell, I know there is some significance to doing, to having your focus 21 days straight on something. What, what is the thing that goes on there with our, in our hearts and in our minds and brains when we focus in on something that we are intending to do for 21 days straight? 
That's a good observation. And, you know, science, now I don't know who to quote this from, but science says, and, you know, it's the way God created us that our, it takes, you know, someone said it takes 21 days to create a habit, right? Doing something consistently for 21 days. And there's a lot of 21 day programs out there. Like I know Dr. Caroline Leaf, she is a uh, big on, you know, helping your brain change from negative thoughts to positive thoughts. She's done, she is a, I don't, I'm going to say it wrong, neurophysicist neuro, or neuro, neuroscientist. Yeah. Neuroscientist, maybe that's what it is. But anyway, and, and she talks about that is that, you know, there's something in the way God made our brain physiologically that when we focus on something for 21 days, then actually it gets like embedded into our hard drive, so to speak. Mm. Right. And then it becomes, you know, a habit or a way to be able to approach something that you're wanting to do in life. So in the context of writing, you know, many of us have, when we first start out, to have an idea to dream to write we 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 might just put pen to paper we might do it on a computer or we might be writing random notes when we're sitting in the car because we see something interesting and and then the challenge with that is then because we haven't done a lot of it or or we're, we don't know what the next step is so we might get this really incredible idea or maybe you walk through something really um traumatizing or you have you know have a life story that you feel like God's put a, a incredible message on your heart that you know is going to help other people just in your sharing and so you want to write that down so you know we just like when you start anything new you don't know where to go or where to start so that's why we're so that's why we call it 21 day boot camp from idea to manuscript blueprint because we want to help you take those ideas that you might have written in a journal they might be on some napkins or they might be on a you know some blog posts you've done part of your story we want to be able to help you take that and put that into to organize it and learn some tips and tools along the way writing tips and tools from our highly qualified staff of editors that will be teaching you um, the mechanics some of the mechanics of writing and so that when you're done in the 21 days, you actually have a checklist or a blueprint on where you should go next and what you might need following this, whether that be coaching or you're ready to sign up or you're going to go to the next level. And so it's really, really uh, helpful, especially if you're starting out. And I would say, wouldn't you say too, Athena, that if you've been writing for a while, you know, and you just kind of need a little jump start it's also can be helpful. Absolutely. And, and when I think about it, um, you know, we've had in the last two boot camps pretty, a pretty wide variety of skill levels. Yes. People who have done a lot of, maybe a lot of articles and a lot of blogging or, um, you know, just different, uh, some that just have never written anything and just have an, uh, an idea. And even if, a person isn't spending 21 days writing every day, like they're learning, they're focusing, they're trying to get our, their heart right before God on, on what he wants them to write. Yeah. Uh, they're learning, like, you know, I do my tip every day, my writing tip every day of the 21 days. We have, you know, different coaching, uh, small group coaching going on. We have teaching going on. We have homework. 
So to be that focused and intentional and committed to obeying God's call to right. write. Exactly. I, I just think at the end of 21 days, you might not have written every day for 21 days. I don't think that, because, you know, some people, that that's not realistic for some people, but to really focus in and be intentional on this uh, call that God has given to share your message in the by by using the written word and you know focusing on that for 21 days having other people cheer you on having a buddy that you actually yeah. work with during the process i don't know it's really cynthia you were a big part of developing the content when we first developed this boot camp and really it has uh it really was brilliant it, god gave you just exactly <laughs> what our attendees have needed to really help them go to the next level well thank you athene you're so kind <laughs> but you know i think i think it just comes out of even uh from my own experience in you know you know you have a passion for writing and you know god's pressing it on your heart to do exactly that to write and and because you're first of all writing is a, is is a sport that you just do by yourself it's kind of like golf you know you kind of golf by yourself you know but writing is even more isolated because you're really by yourself it's not a team sport right. you're by yourself and so how else do you get to be in that kind of an environment unless you're spending time again with other writers and the beauty of the boot camp is not just about what you're learning but that we are creating, trying to create for you uh, a writing environment, so to speak, where you are uh, in, uh, in a group with people who are in, you know, some will be on the same level you, others will be a little more ahead, some will be behind you, and just getting your mind in that kind of uh, focus for that 21 days. So like Athena said, it's not that you're going to be writing every single day, it's more of, you know, we're immersing you in the writing world, you yes. know, and, you know, like when you go away to camp or you go away to a women's retreat or something, you know, you know, you're there for three days, you know, you're, you're together in community, you're kind of learning the same thing, you're in the same environment. And so this is kind of what we're trying to do with this boot camp is to create a place and an environment that you can flourish. And so that when you're done, you know, you can go on to the next steps and you'll actually have tools that will be able to help you further along. And yeah. So the thing about, I mean, like you said, it's not just writing for 21 days, but it's being in community with people, with other women that get you and that yes. are going to cheer you on and they're going to be lifelong friends. And that yes. is, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that to connect, to find people that you really can connect with and their stories and your story, you just resonate with each other and it's, you just don't feel so alone. And that's the thing, you know, you were making a point that it's, it's not a group, a team sport. It is very, a very lone writing is a very lonely, um, sport if you want to call it that and, well i'm using that analogy sport, yeah. but 
so to have those who will encourage you, will keep you going, will check in on you, be, and that become friends, that's just, you know, we didn't realize the dynamic that was going to happen there when we put this together. And that was just a God thing. I think that's really a good point because when we put it together and when we developed it, what, you know, wanted to make sure we brought lots of value for, you know, people taking their time and of course investing financially in a boot camp such as this, that, you know, we wanted to give lots of value with teaching and training and making sure they had group coaching. But you're right, Athena, we didn't realize um, the community aspect, how deep and wide that would really run. And it's, it's, and that's what you need, right? I think like for me, when I first started writing or connecting with people at writing conferences, um, I know for me, that was super helpful for me. I mean, here we go, super helpful. <laughs> that, was, that was incredibly helpful for me to find my tribe, you know, to find my tribe, to know that these people get me, that these are the people that I can be safe with and say, does this make any sense? Or is this any good? You know, and, and because we're sharing the same craft and, you know, get trying to get feedback from each other too. So I, I think the community aspect is really rich. And I, you know, if you sign up for this boot camp, you want to take this, this 21 days, I think that that will be a huge piece for you personally, because that you really need that you really need. I mean, we need, we need a community in life anyway, on all levels. Yeah. But I think in, in particular, when God calls you to write and to especially to write your story or calls you to write period, we need community. We need people to pray for us. We need people to cheer us on, like you said already. Uh, and we need input. We need feedback. And that is, that can be such a rich time um, as you are going along on your journey and writing your story, right? Getting it out there. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the interesting thing that we see happen as we all kind of get to know each other and because we all, you know, uh, introduce ourselves using a Facebook live and, you know, just so we tell a little bit of our story and get to know each other that way. And, and we, we feel like we're in the same room together. It's, pr it's yeah. pretty amazing. But, you know, as we do that and we realize that the enemy uses the same strategies on all of us to try and distract us, to try and keep us busy with other stuff so that we won't do what God's called us to do and, you know, really glorify the Lord by telling what he's done, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, how are right. we going to do that? It's just you know, to realize that the enemy says the same thing. He whispers the same things. Who do you think you are? No one's going to want to buy your book. Right. No one's going to. And so there's power in us coming together and, and kind of like, uh, you know, shedding some light on those lies so that we don't believe them. And then we encourage each other when we start getting discouraged or, or whatever, we're there for each other. Yes. And I, and I think in that too, is that actually speaking out your fears or your thoughts about writing. And when you speak them out, like when we have the group coaching, there's time for that. It's very confidential with a coach. And, 
you know, people share things. I know me being one of the coaches for some of the groups, and I know you've done that as well, is that when people start sharing and then I hear, oh, you know what? I felt that same way when I wrote this. And, you know, it just is like, oh, I am not alone. You know, like I'm, I have, I have buddies <laughs> that have experienced, you know, maybe the same thing in a little different way, but it, it kind of gives you, gives you courage. It keeps you, it gives you courage to keep writing, to yeah. keep going and gives you affirmation. I think that's where I'm headed is being in community with each other, being able to share authentically with each other brings lots of affirmation for you and can help overcome some of those things that you may have thought, or, you know, sometimes the people closest in us, closest to us aren't exactly our biggest supporters. Some of, you know, some will say, well, why, why would you want to waste your time doing that? You know, you're so good at this other thing. Why, you know, I, I'm not sure I get that. Right. And, they, and they're not doing it to be negative. They're, they're just curious because they can't relate to it on any level. I mean, some of my best friends that I've had for years, they look at me like I have three horns about the writing thing. They're just like, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to them. Right. You know? And so that's why you need your tribe. You need people that will get you. And the 21 day boot camp, hopefully and prayerfully will foster that for you. Help. Now, you know, I'm, we're not going to guarantee that you have to give yourself, right. You have to put right. yourself out there and participate and be a part of it. But I think by and large, that's what we found in doing these boot camps. It's been really encouraging. It's been really, it's been great. Yes. Well, and this, uh, since this podcast is actually going to air um, right like the day before we had as the deadline for people to sign up early to be able to take advantage of some bonuses, I'm going to say that we're going to give an extra couple of days on that, even though I know, Cynthia, you're not going to like that because um, it's more work when we don't give us a good week before uh, everybody starts. But I'm, I'm going to say we're going to give a couple extra days for people to go ahead and get signed up for this and still be an early sign up. Sure. Well, now to clarify... I love giving things to people. Okay. I want everybody to have the bonuses. Yeah. We just, you know, we have a cutoff, a sign up cutoff for a good reason so that we can get everybody together and organized and everybody, you know, starts out of the gate at the same time. So, and I know you'll appreciate that too, but of course we don't want to leave anybody behind. And so all I would say to you is don't hesitate after you listen to this podcast, then just sign up, but maybe it would be helpful for me to just go over the schedule a little bit so they would be familiar with saying and thinking like, can I fit this into my life right now? Absolutely. Please do that. Okay. So the first uh, night we start October 7th and it's just mostly a get to know each other. Um, we do an orientation. We share how everything's going to go. And the week before that, we actually um, you'll be a part of a Facebook group and that's where we ask you to, and some people are like, Oh, do I have to do this? But this is where we ask you to do a quick Facebook live just to introduce yourself. So we can see your beautiful face, you know, hear about your writing journey or whatever you want to share to introduce yourself to the group. So Wednesday now, night, this on Wednesday night, it's five or five thirty Pacific. 
It is a five, I think it's five o'clock. So five o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, five o'clock. It's uh, every Wednesday. Well, I'll go through the schedule here. So, but so Wednesday night with five o'clock Pacific time is when we start the welcome introduction. And then on Saturday is our first training and teaching. And that is with Athena and I who are the teachers for that. And we talk about the why of writing. And that is for an hour and a half. It's 90 minutes, uh, nine o'clock in the morning Pacific time or noon Eastern time. And it's for an hour and a half on that Saturday. Then from there, so, and then you'll have little assignments you can do, not something, you know, do them in your own, own time. And then between Saturday and Tuesday of the following week, so that would be what, Tuesday the 11th? Mm -hmm. No, is that right? Okay, Tuesday the 11th. So Tuesday the 11th will kick off the coaching groups, but between the Saturday. Oh, sorry, Tuesday the 13th. Yeah, Tuesday the 13th. I didn't, think, <laughs> I didn't think that sounded like enough time. So right. I'll say, okay, so between the, you know, the 7th and the 10th and the 13th, we'll be organizing you into uh, groups and with and assigning you with a coach. Organizing will ask you questions about, you know, do you prefer to be in a group with nonfiction or fiction or kind of some other questions. And so we organize you in a group. And so then on Tuesday, the 13th, um, so for the, the following two uh, Tuesdays, right? Yes, I think that's right. Tuesday sessions. No, there's three Tuesday sessions. So it would be the 13th, the 20th, and 27th. And we have various times that um, you can sign up for. You'll have time specifically with uh, your coach that will be reviewing homework, you know, answering questions and so forth. So then the 14th, the night of the 14th will be another training. And that is 90 minutes again. And that's on the structure of writing part one. And then on Thursdays, two Thursdays, then starting the 15th and the 22nd would be um, a bonus group coaching. So this isn't where we're in a great big group, whoever shows up, and then we kind of go into breakout rooms with a coach. And so it's kind of like bring your question that you might have. So, and then again, you know, exercises and things to work on. And then the following Wednesday is the structure of writing part two. And of course you still have your group coaching on Tuesday and your bonus on that uh, Thursday. And then the very last week, which is Wednesday, the 28th. So you'll have your last group coaching on the 27th and then, um, the 28th uh, is the last night. We have a bonus session there with a special guest instructor that who will come. And we have a fabulous guest instructors that guest instructors that come that will really help kind of just bring it full circle and to kind of give you a good uh, send off and goodbye. And then, so then you've had plus all of this. You have interaction in the Facebook group, which is you know, opportunity for you to ask questions or, you know, just to share what you're doing. And from time to time, we might have, you know, we might ask you to share some different things in the Facebook group as well. So that's kind of like the overall schedule. So the main times you really want to think about are those Tuesday coachings, the Wednesday night training, of course, the first Saturday uh, training. And then in between things is kind of how you can be involved, if, you know, your choice. So again, it's not every single day, but 
as you can see, there is some kind of a structure. And there is, um, uh, everything's recorded. Uh, yes. The small group sessions are not, those are confidential, but any of the teaching is recorded. So if for some reason, one of those nights you can't be there live, you can watch it. Um, we get it posted as soon as we are able to get the, the file. And you, um, so when do you assign their buddy? Yes, the buddies. So in between that first week, we'll, you will get your buddy that first week. So that would be October 12th. You'll know, um, you'll know that week, October 12th, what, who your buddy is. And we'll have different things that we ask you to, to do in the homework, like with your buddy, you know, to be able to share different assignments that you have to work on with each other and give each other feedback. Right. And then we also do have, um, which will probably be on the 20, Saturday the 24th, we'll have a, uh, a bonus session called Ask the Publisher. Yes. I yes. spend about an hour or so with anyone who wants to come and ask questions of a publisher. Yes, I forgot about that, but that's a really important bonus you as well and then we have other surprises along the way and the last night we have some surprises as well so like to keep it interesting and you know love to give you as much as we can to be able to help you be able to reach your writing goals and it's time ladies it is time I mean if you are listening to this and you're heart is beating fast and your palms are getting sweaty and you're just like, I think maybe, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I want you to really consider praying about it and asking God is, should I do this right now? Um, yep. Because, you know, you have to seize the moment. You know, that's the thing you put things, if we put things off and off, we, we just don't get to them. We, yep. we don't, we don't, and, and there's a timing for everything, but I just really believe that sometimes God just says, okay, enough, enough excuses. I say Moserina, Moserina at the burning bush, enough <laughs> excuses, Moserina, you know, now is the time, you know, take your sandals off, worship me on holy ground, but come on now, get off your knees, put your sandals back on and let's go get to the promised land of where I want to take you. Amen. And let me, let me just say this because the second half of the podcast today you're going to hear from one of our boot camp graduates, Leslie Dallas, who shared her Romans 828 story with me during the boot camp in writing. And then I had her come on to um, the podcast and we um, recorded a conversation that we had sharing her Romans 828 story, how God worked all things together for good. And uh, so you're going to hear that on the second half of the show today. And, uh, but she was uh, part of the second boot camp that we yeah. did and absolutely loved it. So um, if you are interested, if you feel like God is calling you, um, I would encourage you to go to um, shewritesforhimbootcamp.com and you will see on there a couple other of our boot camp graduates, some videos of what they had to say after they finished and um, everything that's included the cost, it's all laid out there. And um, we would love to have you get signed up. I'm gonna say the cutoff's gonna be Friday, October 2nd uh, at midnight. That's gonna midnight our time, Pacific time. So we're gonna give you all the way till the um, 
midnight on October 2nd to get signed up and then start on the 7th of October. Yes, because the next one will not be until the beginning of 2021 in February. So that's right. So if you want to get it in before the end of the year and finish up your bucket list or your <laughs> for the, the year, then I would encourage you to do that. But let me just say one word about all of our staff and the teaching team. Every single person on the teaching team has experience in publishing. Of course, Athena has decades of experiencing in publishing. She has a wealth of information, but most everyone um, has published a book themselves and been through, so they've been where you're at, is what I'm trying to say. Right. So they're, they're teaching, instructing, coaching, but they've also been exactly where you are at. And I think that's one of the reasons that I love the boot camp so much is that we've been able to kind of take collectively our experiences and what we've heard from others and just help people get started. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, if, if any of you out there are listening to this and feeling like you really should do this, but you have some questions, please feel free to just uh, contact us at the Redemption Press office. If you want to email info at redemption and then a hyphen, so redemption-press.com. Um, we will have someone get right back to you and get your questions answered and help you get things going. And we would love to have you be part of our She Writes for Him Bootcamp 3.0. Yes. And just one, one last thought in closing here. And, you know, we're enthusiastic about this because we really enjoy doing this, but it's more than just our personal enjoyment. And it's more than just a part of what we do at Redemption Press. We are really passionate about helping women reach their God story dream goals. And that is what our hope and our prayer is, is that, is that we would empower you to be able to do exactly what God's asked you to do. And that's really where our heart is. And I hope you hear that. I mean, it, it might sound like we're doing this long sales thing, but it really isn't about that. I mean, that's really not why we started this. We started this because we enjoy helping other women and, and just, you know, we're all on the same team, right? It might be an individual sport, but we're all on the same team working yep. for the kingdom of God to get his story out there, to get the gospel out there. So people's lives can be transformed and you are a part of that puzzle piece. And so just think about it and pray about it. And we'd love to see you. Amen. Well, Miss Cynthia, thank you so much for being with me today on the all things podcast. And uh, we'll have you back on real soon. Okay. Thanks so much. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here with She Writes for Him. And we have another 21 day boot camp coming up in just a few weeks, October 7th, all online. We have another incredible, power packed 21 day, incredible experience for you to have if this sounds like something you need. From idea 
to manuscript blueprint in 21 days. At the end of 21 days, you will have a step-by-step plan to complete a draft of your manuscript, an outline that includes an overview synopsis, a table of contents with specific chapter detail, intro and first chapter draft, creative book elements, and much more. We've got all sorts of great bonuses uh, that are available to you for early signups. So if you will visit us at SheWritesForHimBootCamp.com, you can get all the details. And let me just read you a comment from one of our recent bootcamp graduates. Not only did She Writes For Him 21 Day Bootcamp leaders possess the knowledge and expertise I expected, they blew me away with their personal one-on-one approach. With the attention I received, I discovered why my message needs to be written, how it should be structured, and the courage to begin today. That was Shannon McGee. So we hope you'll join us starting October 7th. It's all online. Some of it's live, but everything's recorded so you can work it into your schedule. Plan to be with us in October for the next She Writes For Him 21 Day Boot Camp. So you have an opportunity to join our upcoming She Writes For Him Boot Camp in the next few days. I would be praying and asking God if this is an open door that you need to walk through. I'd love for you to listen to Leslie Dallas, who was a graduate from a recent boot camp, hear what she had to say not only about the boot camp, but we're going to share her Romans 828 story with you as well. Hi, my name is Leslie. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I attended the 21 Days She Writes for Him boot camp. This whole process from beginning to end was so Christ-centered. Athena and her team were incredibly knowledgeable and professional, and yet they were also so approachable and encouraging. I came away from this process enriched, not just as a writer, but as a woman of faith. And I would recommend it to anybody who is looking to write for the glory of God. All right, well, we are back for another uh, she writes for him, graduate from the boot camp. Uh, Dallas is gonna tell us her Romans eight twenty eight story. Well, while I had that last boot camp going, that was one of my call to actions was to have all of our uh, students share their Romans eight twenty eight story. So I'm excited to have you, Leslie, on the podcast today. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. You bet. Well, I'm going to give you the floor and ask you to share. I mean, I know we all have lots of Romans 828 stories in our lives constantly happening, but I would love for you to share what's on your heart and uh, just that those who listen would be blessed. Well, thank you. When you gave the assignment, I remember thinking, hmm, what should I write about? Because like you said, we all have multiple Romans 8, 28 moments because that's what the Lord does in our lives. And I was thinking about it and I thought, you know, I'm going to go back to 
a season when my husband and I were young married and just starting our parenting journey. So it was 2009 and we had been married a couple of years and we were just ready to take the plunge and become new parents. So it was in April and I had that joyous experience of seeing two lines on a pregnancy test and all of a sudden we're just thrust into this new season of new and unknown and you know all those things like you know how are we going to tell our parents and which room's going to become the nursery and all those things we had never thought of before and then it was the first OBGYN appointments and I had never before heard words like progesterone and HCG. I didn't even know what those meant other than my OB told me that those are numbers that are supposed to be increasing. And I learned quickly after my first round of blood work that that was not the case for me. My numbers were not doing what they were supposed to be. And I will never forget sitting in that OB's office holding hands with my husband and my doctor looked at me and said I need you to know I haven't written this pregnancy off but it's headed in the wrong direction mm. and that was just such a curveball to us it really didn't even occur to us that something could go wrong you know, I, I will never forget my pastor's wife saying that as soon as you see those two double lines you begin making a lifetime of plans and so I, I knew our baby was due September 14th and I just had already built so much anticipation and, and made that lifetime of plans like my pastor's wife said. So I was armed with a progesterone supplement and get my numbers hopefully back to where they needed to be and we had an army of prayer warriors behind us, family, friends, our church family, and every every month it was going back actually i think at that time it was every two weeks going back to get those levels checked and then and then the waiting for the phone call mm -hmm. and sure enough god did the miracle and i carried that baby to 40 weeks and two days he was two days late wow we named, yeah we named him zane because zane means god's gracious gift mm -hmm. and he actually, Zane is 10 years old. He started fifth grade this week. And every time I see his face, it's just such a reminder that God is faithful. He did that miracle for us. So fast forward a year and it was Zane's first birthday in January and we became pregnant again. And it was the same story this time. It was the low progesterone and you know, I, you know, again, back on the roller coaster, but still armed with the progesterone supplement, armed with the prayer warriors, and just trusting in the Lord. But one evening after Zane was asleep, it, I, I didn't feel well that evening, and then there was the bleeding. And that bleeding was, it was devastating because I knew what it meant. And we did lose our baby that night. Um, so we were really, we grieved that hard because I really just thought God did a miracle with Zane and I thought we were going to get that miracle again. So I, um, let me fast forward here. 
So the winter months passed. They were bleaker than winter normally is. And it was especially as my, my due date, which was September 14th, as that due date was inching closer, I really started hoping and desiring to become pregnant again. And one night um, I, I had dreams about being pregnant and I woke up the next morning, it was in the late summer, and I thought, oh, hmm, I don't feel pregnant, but maybe, um, you know, maybe it's just because my due date's getting closer, maybe that's where the dreams came from. But I took a test anyway, anyways, and sure enough, it was positive. <laughs> so I just had, of course, all those thoughts when you see the first positive test, you know, I fast forwarded to my, okay, the baby's probably going to be here around May. I can't wait to tell Mike. And then, you know, of course my husband, and then of course I had to call my doctor right away so that I could get on the progesterone. But this was the first time that those double lines for me were, they, they carried a different emotion this time because there was that fear with it that hadn't been there before. It had only been excitement. But we went to my OB's appointment, and actually this time the pregnancy felt different. Uh, my numbers were perfect, which was a first for me, so we just felt really great. But uh, shortly after that, I had to go back for an ultrasound, and just, fe just feeling fine, feeling great, feeling very positive about this pregnancy. But during that ultrasound, the tech was very quiet. And it was the kind of quiet that just makes you uncomfortable. Uh -huh. So I waited for the exam to be over. Again, the tech didn't say much, but my doctor came in shortly after and she said that our baby was still living, but that my gestational sac was misshapen. It, it's supposed to be round and it was more of an oblong shape. And so she said, you know, we're, we're just going to have to wait and see. We'll see how your, your blood work turns out. So I got the call the next day for my blood work and my numbers, which had been really high, had just tanked. So here we were again back on this roller coaster. And the person that I spoke with on the phone said that my doctor requested a level two ultrasound for me to give a clearer picture of what was going on with my baby. The numbers had indicated it was a miscarriage, but they wanted to be absolutely certain. So they scheduled this ultrasound, which this was a Friday, so the ultrasound couldn't be until after the weekend. And you know, normally weekends fly, but this was just <laughs> the longest weekend ever. <laughs> just the waiting, with all three of these experiences, the waiting was really the hardest part. Yeah. I, remember saying to the Lord that weekend, God, I just want to know what I'm dealing with here. I, because you know, a mother's heart can never stop hoping, but yet I knew what it looked like. And so, but I couldn't let my heart start grieving yet. So I just asked God, can you just tell me, can I, I know you can do the miracle and I'm still praying for the miracle, but yet I trust in your sovereignty. And, and if it, whatever it is, can you just tell me, God, and I really sense the Lord impress upon my heart, I'm here. Mm. And that was enough. I was wanting a yes or a no. But mm. when he said that he was here, the assurance of his presence was enough in that, in that moment through that weekend. 
And another evidence of his grace was that uh, my favorite band, uh, the David Crowder Band, happened to be in town that weekend. So Mike and I talked about it, and we thought, even though we weren't really in a concert mood, we thought a night of worship really is probably just what the doctor ordered. So we got a sitter for Zane, and we went to the concert, and I was able to worship the Lord from just such a raw and real place. It was such a, a beautiful experience to be worshiping him in this moment of my grief and my uncertainty and yet with the assurance of his presence and in worship with the body it was just a really healing night for me even without knowing at that time. But on the way home my husband had been pretty quiet and my husband is a pastor and he is such a tender and compassionate man, but he's not a crier. Mm -hmm. And when we lost that first baby, my husband, I remember him crying big tears. And that was such, it's such a, it was a new experience for me to just see this big, strong man just weeping. And so I knew that this loss, you know, everyone kind of centers around the, the mom, but I knew that he was grieving as well and he was on that same roller coaster right with me and he he was quiet and he said Leslie I I wrestled with whether to tell you this but during the concert I really sensed the Lord tell me your babies are together mm. and so I kind of knew <laughs> I, I I sensed that myself but again until that ultrasound I just I just still clung to that hope. Yeah. But Monday came and it confirmed what the Lord had spoken to Mike, that our babies were together. There was no heartbeat. So we had a, a few moments of condolences and the doctors let, let Mike and I have a few moments to just grieve together. And then she came back in to discuss what had to happen next. And her recommendation was that I have a DNC within 48 hours because my baby was gone, but I wasn't miscarrying. So she looked at her schedule, and this was a Monday, and she said, well, I can be in the OR on Wednesday. And I looked at the date, and it was Wednesday, September 14th, 2011, which was the due date of our first baby we lost. Mm. And I thought... Oh Lord, I don't know. I don't know if my heart can handle that. September 14th was supposed to be a, a celebratory day, a, a day that we went to the hospital to give new life. And on September 14th, I'm going to be going to the hospital to have another life taken from me. And then the words that God had spoken to my husband, your babies are together. Yeah. And I realized that that was his sovereignty. In, in that date, at first that date felt like, like a sting. Like it, it was just one more thing to add to the hurt. But in that moment, I knew that that date was his mercy. Mm. It was his absolute assurance that he was with us. Because he spoke to Mike, your babies are together. They're in the presence of Jesus. And only a sovereign God 
could then confirm that. There's 365 days in a year, and he confirmed that by allowing our two babies to share an earthly date. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I still mark September 14th on my calendar every year with two little hearts. So as soon as I get a new calendar and I mark everyone's birthdays and anniversaries, when I get to September, I always put two little hearts on September 14th. And of course, that's a day for remembering. We, we rejoice in those two lives and uh, we rejoice in the four lives on earth that God has given us. We also uh, just this past summer experienced a stillbirth. So we have three babies that are in heaven together. And when I see that September 14th on the calendar, not only do we pause and remember our babies, we also pause and remember God's faithfulness. We remember that he was good in the miracle when he said yes and he let us keep Zane against all odds when all the numbers said otherwise. He gave us that miracle and he was good. But he was still good in the grieving, in the mourning. He was still good. His sovereignty doesn't change. His goodness doesn't change no matter what we go through. So, um, Athena, I wanted to thank you for giving me the opportunity to go back and remember my miscarriages because I didn't know at that time that because when I wrote that Romans 8:28 story, I was pregnant and I didn't know that just a month later we would be delivering him as a stillborn and Athena, I just so needed that reminder of God's faithfulness before, and it was just what I needed for what I was about to walk through. And so I wanted to thank you for that, because even in the boot camp, which I signed up for just thinking was going to be a great experience and an opportunity to focus on my writing, which it was, it was such a gift to me. But even in God's sovereignty, he used the boot camp and that homework assignment to go before me and speak that message of hope and encouragement to me. Mm, I love that. That is a Romans 828 God. Yes. Ooh, I Amen. love that. Oh, thank you for sharing that. That is just so encouraging that he meets us. He prepares us, you know, the bittersweet, yes. the, you know, so... He, and he's good, whether we get what we hope for or we don't. He's mm -hmm. still good. And yeah. thank you so much for sharing that with us today and the All Things podcast audience. Um, I'm just encouraged by the faithfulness of God that it yes. that your story displays. And praise the Lord. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Athena. So thanks for joining us today for the All Things podcast brought to you by Redemption Press and the Romans 828 Bookstore. So hey, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you would consider sharing this episode with your friends on social media, of course, only if you thought it was helpful, or if you haven't yet left a review of the podcast on Apple, I would really appreciate it as, you know, it'll help other people find the show and let them know it really is a good one to listen to. So thank you so much for listening today, and I'll see you next week.